another exciting episode of seeing reddit where once a week we pick a random subreddit and then talk about that subject for about an hour i'm matt heron i'm jungle wall street oh come <laughs> on jeff jeff god damn it you weren't gonna eat chinese food when you were supposed to be talking we had an agreement that you could eat chinese food in the lead up if you stopped when we started the show yeah i took a spoonful and i'm like oh wait i have to talk in literally a half a second <laughs> yeah. so i made a joke of it you have you have brain problems. What was I going to spit it out? Yes, if that's what you need to do. No, that's unacceptable behavior. I'm not a monster. I'm not some kind yeah. of split. Yeah, that would be so um, you know, unprofessional of you to spit your food out that you were trying to eat stealthily while recording an audio medium entertainment piece. Mm, entertainment is a strong word. Well, it entertains us to record. Yes, it. that's true. That's true. It entertains <laughs> uh, our I'm friend Chris when he listens. Louisa Heron. <laughs> yep, yeah. you are. I got that in there. Yep. We're not quite sure what Jeff's name is. It was a bit garbled, but it's fine. I'm, I'm glad you came back to it, though. It, it drives me crazy when I listen to podcasts and and somebody skips the thing they normally do and they don't come back to <laughs> it. There's like a tension there. Yep. Yeah, it's always funny. Like forty-five minutes into stop podcasting yourself, when Graham will go. So, what have you been up to, Dave? <laughs> like, oh, we're still in a segment. <laughs> that one John Dore episode where they never got out of get to know us. Yeah, <laughs> they just kept on going. I probably skipped it. I don't like John Dore. <laughs> you know, I didn't the first couple times I listened to his episodes, but I real I like. You get to like him, I think. <laughs> no, I think it he has... It might just be Stockholm He syndrome. has some of the highest highs for podcast moments, but also some of the lowest lows, so it's <laughs> yeah. really nerve-wracking to listen to him. Ugh. Yeah, it's sort of like having the Joker be a guest on a podcast. <laughs> He's like, he could just kill everyone <laughs> at any moment. Or it'll be really funny. Yep. Yeah, listen... I think that the Joker would probably be pretty funny if he didn't kill anyone. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's how he was in, like, the 50s and 60s when they couldn't do murders on comic books. Oh, yeah, he was just, like, a fey weirdo, right? Like, he would threaten things, but then he would go insane if anyone tried to catch him, and he would scream and scream. Right? <laughs> yeah, he just screamed and screamed, and then I woke so up sweating. <laughs> so what you're telling me is that the Joker reacted to being caught by Batman like any of us would. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry, Batman. I'm so I was sorry. just making prank calls. Ah, no, Batman, I'm sorry. I wet my pants. <laughs> oh, there's just a dark purple stain in the middle of his pants suit. <laughs> His pantsuit. We don't refer to it as a pantsuit for men for some reason. Yeah. That's because there's nothing to di differentiate it from, but I would argue that Jared Leto's portrayal of the Joker possibly would be the kind of guy to wear a skirt suit. Yeah, I can see it that. It seems like a choice that DC would make thinking it was edgy. Yeah, yeah. and he'd be like, check this out, I'm dressed like Nancy Reagan, can you believe it? Actually, I'm 100% <laughs> sure that happened on Batman the Animated Series. Hold up. 
the, not dressed like Nancy Reagan, but that he dressed up like a woman and was like pretending to be a woman. I, I clearly remember. I think Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger dressed up like a nurse in Dark Knight. Oh, that's definitely a thing. <laughs> also, yeah. So that is one canonical Joker in a skirt that we have. It's surprising and a skirt that no suit one too, because it's got a two piece. Yeah, no, it's not a two piece. It's a one piece because no, it's, it's, su- not. it's surprising <laughs> that no one noticed that he's a makeup face monster man, but also that he's dressed like a cartoon. 1950s nurse rather than a current nurse who works <laughs> in the hospital? Uh, Gotham City is a cartoon 1950s city. <laughs> Their nurses yeah. probably just look like that. <laughs> Their nurses That's don't wear true. those zip-up white dresses, though, right? Don't they wear scrubs? Don't I don't I think we see any of them. He looks more like a candy striper. I'm looking at the pictures right now. Yeah. I would say maybe he was trying to, to pass for a candy striper. Is that a thing that still it happens? I don't know. I don't really know what a candy striper is beyond the name. Yes, no one does. Candy striper. Enter. They, like, change beds and stuff, don't they? A teenage girl who does volunteer nursing in a hospital. Yeah. It's... I was, I was like, 50% sure that there was a chance that Jeff was going to turn up a new, like, sexual fetish porn thing. Like, can- <laughs> candy, candy striping. striping is the new... <laughs> Something horrifying, like when I looked up balloon knots oh, no. in the early days no, it's, of this show. It's like a rainbow party. Candy striping. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, I don't know what that is, but I really don't care. Oh, it was a fake uh, sex fad that teens did in the late 90s that they didn't actually do. Yeah, but um, Oprah reported on it and everything. Yeah, a bunch of girls would wear different colors of lipstick and then give the same boy a blowjob and then he would have a rainbow on his dick. Man, Oprah really scraped the bottom of the barrel, huh? Like, she was desperate for stuff to talk about. She got well, fooled by so many people. Wanted. That's the stuff suburban moms want to see. They can't believe it's happening. Oh, but it definitely is. So it's, like, yeah. salacious, but also a threat to their children. Yeah, yeah fake fake news, am I right, guys? Uh, <laughs> there was also the sex bracelets. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Man, like, okay, not to get into a weird territory here, but when I was a teen, like, if if you could have sex with someone just by ripping off one of their bracelets, that would have been so much easier. It was, uh, <laughs> I, the gel bracelet Wikipedia article has an, a huge section titled, Urban Legend of Sex Bracelets. See also <laughs> handkerchief code. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's something people love to think, that there's this group that has this whole weird <laughs> sex code that we don't know about. Like, yeah. teens have jelly bracelets, or gay men have handkerchiefs. No, handkerchief even, code was real. Even going way- well, kind of, but not to the extent that it's listed on, like, Wikipedia. Yeah, like, it wasn't real in, like, colors. the 80s or later. But even going problem- back to the turn of the century, before that even, with the flower code, like, you give someone a flower and, like, you do these things, like, it was all Ooh. fake and crazy. And the problem with all of this stuff isn't even that it's, like, these weird urban legends, but that when people talk about the urban legends, they kind of do it in like a like a wistful way. Like they both hate the fact that the, this perversion is happening, and also a lot of people seem to be like, "I wish I could get in on this." Yeah, like weird. <laughs> I, where do I get me a handkerchief? Yeah. <laughs> I I wish that the world was as horny as conservative Christians think it is. <laughs> yeah, man. It's weird how those people are so scared of, like, the thing, and every time they're like, ooh, but wouldn't it be scary if the world was like this? I'm like, that sounds great! <laughs> yeah. It always sounds great! There's nothing about it that sounds bad! <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, I'm gone. I've gone deep into the Wikipedia section. Uh, LGBT slang. Okay, no. Jeff, you got to pull out though, because that is not. We are not here to talk about Wikipedia, my dude. I absolutely <laughs> can't even read the titles to half of these because they use slurs. Good. Good. That is a good sign that you have gone too deep into Wikipedia. Well, what do we do on this show instead? It's interesting how much people like what we do on this show. (laughs) It's interesting how much people like the idea of a secret code or like hobo uh, pictograms. But then, if you're like, yeah, well, other people in this other country, they speak a whole different language, and like, you can learn what words they have that mean these things. Like, and everyone's like, no, it's boring. (laughs) Another language, boring. (laughs) I think I know why because. I was thinking about this, too, because I can't... I'm so bad at learning other languages, um, but I do like those weird, like, cryptographic codes and stuff, and I think it's the grammar. I can learn the words, the new vocabulary, or the new, like, uh, you know, kanji are really cool, and I've learned a few of those, but, like, learning how to put them together is so boring. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Nouns are easy and great. Yeah, it's like learning an alien alphabet from uh, a comic book or TV show. It's like there's just twenty six of them, one for each English letter, and they make English words. It's just like exactly. an easy, fun game. It's part of learning a language. Yeah, like if you could just have a one for one trade out of words in English to words in another language, I'd be I could learn every language. But no, there's words like umami, which there is no real translation for. Well, we just use umami. That's yeah. the thing about English that's good, though, is that English just, like, t- straight-up ganks words from every other language. Yeah. As soon yep. as as soon as soon it comes up, they're just like, oh, you have a word for this? Now we do, too. Yeah, Japan has done a lot of that, too, except they don't have... They have a very limited number of phonemes in their language and no way to uh, generate more of them. So it becomes sort of awkward trying to fit them into the, I think, 40 different sounds that you can make with Japanese. Yeah. 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 That's why some of those words are so long. So, Jeff, what have you been up to on the internet this week? I'm not looking at uh, perverted codes on Wikipedia. (sighs) Okay. Uh, well, I've been up to a lot of things in real life today instead of the internet. That You did that last week. I know. Well, <laughs> no more doing things outside, Jeff. Come uh, on. Yeah, you, gotta, you really need to cut down on that. It's not good for you. Uh, I already talked about Ariana Grande in that Final Fantasy game, right? Yes, you did, yes. Uh, man, what have I been up to on the internet? Louisa, you go first. Give me a second. Uh, oh, it is a dark day when Louisa is the one that's going to save us in this section. I'm not going to save us at all. I've been looking through my Christmas present books and that sort of thing. That's about it. That's not even close to the internet. I know, it's not. Yeah, books are for nerds. Damn, you guys. I've been playing Pokemon. I got a Wimpod. You don't want to hear about that. No, I don't. <laughs> What have you been up to on the internet, Matt? Yeah, you son of a bitch. Well, uh, so my car broke down yesterday. Online? Um, wait for it, I'm getting there. <laughs> so uh, I was I was coming back from the airport, and uh, I was stuck in the airport parking lot for three hours, and I almost froze to death, and that's not fun, and it was very un- unpleasant. But the fun part is, um, now that I have the internet with me anywhere I go, I was like, oh man, I wish I belonged to AAA, this would be a lot easier. And then I was like, wait a minute, I could. <laughs> like, <laughs> at, 
at some point in history, it was like, if you were out and you got you stranded, you'd be like, fuck, if I had my AAA card, I, everything would be okay. But, like, it takes ten minutes to sign up for AAA online, and then the things kick in automatically, like, instantaneously, so... Yeah, I just you did could it. Just, I just do it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. So I just joined AAA and then got a guy to come out. And uh, unfortunately, my alternator is broken, so I need to get that replaced. And then I found a website where a mechanic will just come to your house and do it while yeah. you're doing other stuff. Is it like a is it like a fun startup or is it like a real business? Uh, it's sort of on the path from the first to the second, mm. like. It's it's something called yourmechanic.com um <laughs> and it's it's sort of like a an Uber type business model where it's like freelance uh mechanics mm-hmm. who are all certified like and and have credentials up online and you pick one and you're like okay this is the schedule when they can come and then you select them out of the list and when you want them to come and what you need them to do and then they confirm it and they come. Hmm. Interesting. Sounds too good to be true. <laughs> yes, it does. And I read a lot about it before I, I signed up for it, but everything that I read said that it was a good idea, and no one really knows why it didn't happen earlier, but it's a good idea. Is there so. a safety net if they totally fuck things up? Probably uh, not. <laughs> sort of. I mean, like, you have their information, so you could go sue them if you if they broke your car. I mean, but like, yeah, but that would be hard. I mean, you don't want to have to get to that point. Uber drivers yeah. do sex crimes on people, and then Uber doesn't get in any trouble for hiring them. Yeah, but if this guy comes and tries to do sex crimes on me, I'm at my house. I could get a knife. Yeah, he's got a wrench, though. He's I think we've, that knife that I wrench. think we've lost the metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I ever knew what the metaphor was. To be honest. Uh, well, I, I feel like like I went to um, uh, Pep Boys once at, to get an oil change, and then my car was making a weird noise on my way home. So I went back to them, and they're like, it, it turns out the guy had drained the oil but not put in new oil because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, and so they like they they did, made sure that, that wasn't a problem, but also like they would have handled it if it was because they have would to. Would they have? Because I went to Pet Boys <laughs> for a service once uh, because my car wasn't starting, and they said, "Oh, you need a new battery," and they put a new battery in it, and then they got it back to my house, and it still wouldn't start. And then it turns out the battery was fine, and it was something else that was wrong. But they were like, "Well, you like you still have to pay for that battery we replaced. Why, you fucking assholes?" Like, they still charge me for everything. Well, I don't know. The guy was very nice to me. This one guy, this one time, told me yeah. that it wasn't going to be a problem. The point is that a mechanic can fuck you no matter what. Like, That's like, true. You just have to, like, hope that you don't get the- you get the one mechanic out of a million that decides not to fuck you on that one day. Yep. Uh, so, I figure my chances of getting fucked by this website are about as good as me my chances of getting fucked by a regular mechanic anyway. I guess that's true. So I dropped a link in the sidebar because I remembered the meme I wanted to talk about. Uh, you okay. wasted just enough time for me to remember the meme. Uh, it's sort of a sequel slash companion to the mannequin challenge called the Chuck E. Cheese Challenge, where uh, I've heard of it. These I three... can't click on that link because then it will start playing loud in my ear and I will be able to hear you guys. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but I know I'm what it watching is. It. It's upsetting. <laughs> it's these three guys. Uh, lip syncing to a song and dancing in very robotic like Chuck E. Cheese stage show manner. I love and it. They're very good at it and it's very upsetting to look at. 
There's, I think, just this video and, like, another one, but uh, maybe there's other people who have imitated it, but these original guys I know have at least two videos. The trouble is, unlike the mannequin challenge, you have to have some skills to do one of these. Yeah. Yes. Do, um, do you, have you guys ever tried to do, like, popping and locking? I mean, tried, mm. sure. <laughs> Does it give you a headache? <laughs> No. Everything gives me a headache, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like in order to get your body to do that like weird robotic movement thing, you need to like tense up your muscles a whole lot, especially your neck muscles, and then it makes my head hurt so bad afterwards. Such so as me. <laughs> yes. Damn. I thought I thought that we'd have the common ground though, so that we could talk more about how these guys' heads must hurt after doing this. <laughs> I think it's less about tensing up your muscles and more about Precise control without having to tense up your muscles. Like, being able to keep loose, but also uh, having enough muscle uh, power to not move your body when you don't want it to. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> I don't either. I think that's true. Also, I think you it, gotta keep yourself tense or else you'll just swing around. Also, for this trying to look like an animatronic <laughs> character, you not only need to tense it, you need it to be a little bit jerky. Like, you need to yeah. stop abruptly enough that you jerk around a little bit for it to yeah. be realistic. Yep. Also, I'm going to call some bullshit here, because the guy in the middle is doing a good job of lip-syncing. The other two guys are just robot dancing. <laughs> well, that's how it is at Chuck E. Cheese. No, the, the robots play instruments at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I guess. These guys are not even, like, this is just the same thing that the guys were doing in the, the Michael Jackson videos in the 80s. Backup dancing? <laughs> yeah, kind of, like, pop and lock backup dancing. Well, that's fine, they're okay at it. Yeah, no, they're very good at it, but they didn't invent something new. Only the guy in the middle is doing something interesting. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's my little meme. Louisa, did you think of any internet things? Nope. <laughs> well, <sighs> hold on fine. a second, Matt. Did you get the same one as me? <gasps> What? Oh, whoops, I copied the wrong one. Okay, I was that's, terrified for That's what I thought happened. <laughs> one day we're gonna put all three in there, and it's gonna be like r slash 666. Guys, can we agree if we ever all three get the same meme, or the same Reddit, we'll stop doing the podcast? Yes. We've already said that on this show. Uh, yeah, exactly okay. that. Good. <laughs> Fine. Okay, so... I, I'm gonna beg that we please don't do mine, which is r slash stoner philosophy. Uh, Two things I'm I want to bring up about this. Number one, this is like the seventh or eighth time that I've gotten a Reddit that's about like things that people who do a lot of drugs like. Mm. And maybe our listeners don't know me, but I don't like doing drugs at all. Yeah, like, also me. Why is... Why is this happening? But, like, it's randomly doing it for me as if, like, no, it, something in my search history... It does it for me sometimes. Maybe just, like, 75% of Reddit is drug use. Yeah, we did things. cover fish that one time. Yeah, and we did MDMA that one uh, time. Yeah. We did do MDMA that one time. <laughs> Wink, it's a secret. <laughs> yeah, not anymore, narc. <laughs> I got r slash lost generation, um, which I don't want to do because it's depressing, and I definitely want to do stoner philosophy because that sounds great. Oh, no. <laughs> what is uh, lost generation? I cannot figure it out. 
It seems to be about the generation uh, after baby boomers to present. Yeah, and there's a weird picture on the side of uh, a still from Ben-Hur where they're all rowing the ship. And it says 2000 BC, and it's just the picture from the movie. And then 2000 AD, and it's just the picture from the movie of them on the slave ship, but they all have uh, mortar uh, boards on. Yeah. So, so I guess uh, that's the commentary that even with a college degree, you're just a slave again. Yeah, nowadays, the people who are really slaves are the educated white people. Like Wait, Charlton Heston, no. all greased up. Now, yeah. to be fair, they didn't make any movies that take place that long ago that had black people in them. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. They've made plenty of movies that take place that long ago that have black people in them. They just haven't made movies that were made that long ago that had black people in them. I guess so, yeah. but like none of the movies about Egypt and like ancient Greece now have any black people in them. Yeah, true. Uh, that's that's true, but there have been movies that was it ten thousand B A D did not have ten thousand B C whatever. Also, that that's in that's eight thousand years before this. Yeah, that's before civilization. That movie's about like fighting mastodons and stuff. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no slave ship scene in that movie because they didn't invent boats yet. Uh, have you seen it, Jeff? Have you seen no, it? No, but I listened to the Flophouse episode and they didn't mention a slave ship. Same, same here. <laughs> so I guess we'll never know. <laughs> the world may never know. Yeah, three, three licks to the center of ten thousand BC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, anyway, and I got R slash frugal, which is about saving money. That seems like a, an important and boring topic. It does. So which yep. one of these terrible topics is the least terrible? Okay, I really don't want to do stoner philosophy. It's going to make me very angry. I really do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, I'll, it's I, gonna be so much dumb shit, like, people being like, whoa, isn't this deep? Oh. Ugh, anyway. They all well, sound very depressing to me, yeah. is the problem. Yes. Uh, do we want okay. do we want to use our one re-roll? Guys, no, we don't get a re-roll. That's not how the show works. Okay, guys. Here's what I feel like my emotional reaction is going to be to these three. I'm going to be angry at stoner philosophy. I'm going to be depressed by lost generation and I'm going to be bored by frugal, which is the most interesting stoner episode. Stoner philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you guys agree with that? Is that how you you feel like your emojis are going to shake out? I mean, I, I will. I will be. I will look at frugal and feel bad that I spend money wrong. I will look at lost generation and either disagree with people blaming minorities for the bad economy or get mad because they're blaming rich white people for the bad economy. And stoner philosophy, I feel like I'll laugh a lot. Why did you laugh at these dumb idiots? Because <laughs> they're dumb. Okay. They're inconsequential <laughs> dumb idiots. I'm going to make an argument for Lost Generation because most of the posts on here are pictures and not text. Mm. Louisa, what's yours? <sighs> this is so hard to choose. Like Lost Generation sounds so depressing. Yep. I think I want to do stoner philosophy. Yeah, I just Fuck I just read the top both. post of all time, and it's pretty good. Fuck you both, fine. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> With any luck, we're not really going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I suppose so. 
So, Louisa, can you read us the fucking sidebar of Stoner Philosophy? <laughs> sure. So, Stoner Philosophy at the top has a picture from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's a very, like, blurred out with weird photo filters, but it's Bill and Ted on stage pointing, I think it's when they're on stage at the end doing their presentation, pointing at uh, Socrates, Socrates, and asking him something. And uh, the yeah. little Reddit robot is, like, all psychedelic, and he's got a bong. This is a, uh, this is something that I've thought a few times before. Bill and Ted were stoners, right? Yes. Yeah, probably. But they but, like, didn't want to put any of that in the movie. They never say it or show it. Yeah, they didn't want to get I mean, that, that movie- uh, R rating. That could legitimately be an R rating. That movie was rated, like, PG. Yeah. They, yeah. So, yeah, if they don't mention it and just imply it. I think that's true of a lot of children's movies characters as well. As like the implication is that they're really stoned, but somehow if you don't say it, it's cool. Yeah. What's up with that? What's the name of the Reddit mascot? Robbie the Robot. Snoo. (laughs) He's an alien named Snoo. Don't like that. Wait, is that a pun I'm not getting? No. So the main picture is a silhouette of a head turned sideways, and then it's got a big green keyhole through it, because you're unlocking your mind, maybe. (laughs) With weed, which is green. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's stoner philosophy. What is stoner philosophy? Pseudo-philosophy for people who can chillax enough to give deep or lighthearted thought from a stoner perspective. Uh, Self-posted articles accepted. General stoned rambling also acceptable. Please read us the rules. <laughs> the please, rules oh please. Are rules. Oh. Rule one no hostility. And that nice. is the only rule. Sweet. <laughs> so his name is Snoo because uh, it, it's <laughs> an, a combination of it's new. I Don't hate like that. that. <laughs> yes. But I hate it less than Stoner Philosophy, oh. so I wanted to make sure we got it. Stoner Philosophy is a part of the Whoa Dude community. <laughs> what Uh, else is in that community it's there's the main one is uh all media and it's stuff to watch while you're high uh woe tube is videos only woe tunes is music only and stoner philosophy is text posts only oh man cool we got the least interesting of those that's great no we would have been bad for music or videos does that keyhole man not remind you guys of the scene in uh, Beetlejuice when they draw the door and it opens the door into the afterlife? <laughs> yeah, it does. I don't remember that movie well enough, even though I watched it a year and a half ago. <laughs> Jeff, is it possible that you are uh, Dr. Sam Beckett with Swiss cheese memory? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought that would get a bigger reaction. That was a pretty good response. <laughs> yeah, but what reaction could we have gotten? Like, whoa, whoa dude! You could have Yo! started singing the theme from Quantum Leap spontaneously. <laughs> yeah, sure. I actually can't remember how it goes, because I just have another... That musician did, like, a ten TV themes, and they're all the most famous ones. Wasn't it the one that was just like beep 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 beep? 
Yeah, I think so. But that guy also did the Doogie Howser Law and Order and A Team theme songs, which are oh. all extremely oh, yeah. musically similar uh, and fairly iconic. <laughs> okay, but the A Team one is so much better than all of the others in this crowd. It's not even funny. No, Law and Order is Wait. the best TV th- theme of all time. What are you talking Hold about? On. Is A Team the one that's da 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 yes. da da? Okay. Yes, I'm trying it's to remember. So good. It's it's up there with like the Star Trek theme song as being recognizable, awesome, and makes you feel the way the show feels. Hawaii Five O does a good job of that as well. Yes, Law and Order is that for me. I think Law and Order and The Simpsons are the isn't, two best TV themes. Isn't Law and Order just like depressing thudding sounds while somebody tells you what rape is? Rape is a thing that is sad and happens all the time in the world, and you should feel sad now before you watch this really formulaic TV show. Sexual crimes are considered of an especially heinous nature. (laughs) Well, yeah. Speaking of heinous... Etc. The word dude group would probably describe our podcast as heinous. And they'd be like, uh, it's it's harshing my vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Harshing my mellow, I guess is... Is that what people Why? say? Are we yeah. cool now? <laughs> Am I cool? <laughs> Why I'm, do I'm people... no weed. Why do people like to do drugs so much? Oh, because real life feels incredibly bad all the time. Yes, but I've only done drugs a handful of times, and only you took marijuana. a handful of pills. Yes. <laughs> Um, you took a but, cider drink, you took a lager drink. Like, I think I feel- <laughs> You did get knocked down at one point. But you yeah, did get up again. <laughs> I let the reason show. I thought, it, I thought it was really insensitive of you, of you to just be singing Pissing the Night Away over me while I was on the ground bleeding. <laughs> well, you gotta remember what you're doing in your life. Yes. Let the record show that the defendant did indeed get up again. <laughs> <laughs> Counselor, watch yourself, leading the witness. Yep. Uh, anyway, um, no, but I, like, it's sort of the same way that I feel about alcoholism. I get that there's an addiction there, but, like, it always, like, I drink at a party, or I'll, I'll, I have, in my college days, smoked marijuana at a party, um, but I wouldn't want to do it alone, or, like, I don't know, it just makes me feel bad, (laughs) Wouldn't it? I think, uh, well, for some people, it helps with uh, different anxiety disorders. uh, And so that's a way to self-medicate. And... Uh, Is it that I just have the wrong anxiety disorders? Because I feel like the idea of doing drugs on my own gives me a lot of anxiety. Maybe it would be better on your own, and you've only not enjoyed it because you've done it at parties with other people who are stoned. I mean, it was fine. I didn't not enjoy it, per se. I just, you know... It's not as fun as being drunk. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, the difference is being drunk is like fun party because you're sort of turning off uh, certain parts of your brain and body that make everyone uncomfortable. Like, mm. it's just like, uh, I don't really need, like, I, I just agree. <laughs> I, I want to yell and dance. And, those uh, things are turned off at the me. time. <laughs> But then you remember, even when you're sober again, what you did, and mm. then your inhibitions aren't turned off, and you're like, oh my god, I was such an asshole. Sometimes. No, here's, the, here's the problem. I, like, when I get drunk, I'm very rarely an asshole, 
but I'm way better at talking to people, especially like people I don't really like. And people like me way more when I'm drunk, and that's yeah, kind of depressing. Fine. Yeah, I, I can. Like I can you're only not better. You just think you're better. That's my experience. No, that's not true, though. My like, children only love me when I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I can only drive them to and from soccer practice after four beers. I just got back from my work, uh, like retreat. Uh, what is it called? Summit over this past week in Orlando. And I spent the whole week sitting at tables with people that I work with uh, and have no other things in common with and thus had no interest in talking to them. And then the last night, we went out and saw a Blues Brothers impersonator band. Sorry, the Blues Brothers impersonator <laughs> band, because so, they're the only officially licensed Blues Brothers impersonation band. So Dan Aykroyd um, and Jim Belushi. <laughs> basically, I mean, like, these guys were real good, I'm not gonna lie. Although, that may have something to do with the fact that there was an open bar, and I had seven whiskeys before they came on. <laughs> God. But, uh, yeah, and, like, that night, everyone was like, oh, you're so cool, like, not... <laughs> not not those exact words, but like people were like I had such an easier time talking to my coworkers, and they were like, "Oh, you are normal." <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is that I can't be normal if I'm not drunk. You're so I guess I'm going to become an alcoholic now. Bye, guys. You're a little bit of alcohol shy of being normal, <laughs> so you just need to get your levels up to normal levels. We're getting yeah, into Discworld well, territory here. <laughs> I don't know about a little bit because I did. Did you hear when I said seven whiskeys? Yeah, see, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you have Vimes disease. <laughs> I think I might like legitimately, the thing is, it's not even necessarily that I'm bad at talking to people. I'm I'm okay at talking to people, I suppose, but I'm really bad at letting things go when I'm not drunk, and when people say dumb shit to me, I can't just be like, ignore that. I have to just, like, I have to do something about it. But when I'm drunk, I forget instantly everything everyone says, so. <laughs> I find that a lot of people who are good at talking to people, and I work with some of them, they will just say stupid shit all the time, because they're not yes. worried that you think that they're an idiot. So you do think they're an idiot, but sometimes you can have a conversation with them, because they're just talking about so much. You're like, yeah, I know, I like that color, too. Like, you can find something in common. Mm. I yeah, just don't, I don't talk I'm to saying. people at work. <laughs> here's, here's what I'm saying. If you're surrounded by people like that, then the best thing you can do is get a little drunk, because then you'll also be like that, and then everyone will be like that and have a good time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They just naturally feel like, oh, I can just say whatever. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The last full conversation I recall having at work uh, with the lady who sits next to me was she insisted that you can make enough money that it's not worth it to make more money because taxes brings you down lower to what you were making before you got a raise. Oh, man, that's the thing that uh, the GOP wants people to believe and people are very dumb and they believe it. Yeah, yep. it's like, it's you you only get taxed at the higher rate for the money you're making over the bracket. Yeah, yes. they don't get that. Yeah, it's uh, very, very annoying. Uh, and so yeah, now I don't talk like to anyone at work lost anymore. Generation problem, you <laughs> fucks! You fucks making me do this goddamn thing and then not even talking about it. Okay, Matt, please read the top post of all time for us. Then uh, I've already gone away from it. Hold on. <laughs> the title is just something I realized at work today, all in lowercase, and the entire small two-sentence post is also all in lowercase. And it has about 50 commas in it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do my best to read this the way that it's written, so bear with me. All right. 
Title sucks. I know. I'm bad at titles. Anyway, I own a small typography lab, and today I was printing a book while smoking a joint. Wick, wick is illegal right now. But if I was born 500 years ago, no one would give a shit about the joint, but I would be in serious trouble for printing a book. <laughs> Whoa, dude! Whoa! How the fuck is this the top post of all time? It has this board is terrible. Three hundred seven upvotes in a board with twenty nine thousand subscribers, and it's the top post ever. This dude, this dude who doesn't know how to capitalize. Owns a typography lab. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was what also smoking fuck? a joint while printing a book, so that's kind of the guy we're working with. Nah, this dude we- sounds great. <laughs> guys, I want to be this guy's best friend. Do we print books at typography labs anymore? I don't. Know I thought what it was that just is really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what a typography lab is. <laughs> is it just a printer? So this guy doesn't know that word. Like, how can you make books if you don't know how words? This guy has 25,000 post karma and 23,000 comment karma. He's a moderator of r slash broken videos and r slash broken porn. So he's printing those Amazon Kindle only books that you can buy for 99 cents, but he's, if, if you can ever get a physical copy, he's the one doing the printing, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the, what is it called? Print to order or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Yep. He just loves glitch videos, seems to be his main thing that he has submitted to places. Like where you take a video and mash it all up to make it look like it's on a degraded VHS tape. Oh man, that's really bumming me out. That's <laughs> a thing that people do with their time? Yeah, uh, are you aware are of people- Vaporwave? Wait, Jeff, I have an important question. Yes. Are these people immortals? Because otherwise, <laughs> why the fuck do they have time to do this shit? <laughs> I mean, it's what they do instead of playing video games or whatever. It's what they do because they know that their mortal body will never die, and thus they will never have a finite amount of time to spend on this Earth. What are you saying? Oh man, some of these are actually pretty fun to look at. Are they, Jeff? Are they? Yeah. What? Should I send one? Uh, I don't know. Is it going to make me sad and also angry at you? Yes. Well, I put it in there. Okay, great. <laughs> Ooh, I like uh, this one real quick. This one just came oh, up. This is a glitch video. I thought you were going to give me some stoner philosophy. I will, because this just came <laughs> up for me randomly in another post with more from r slash stoner philosophy. If a giant mirror was floating in space 5,000 light years away, could we look through it using a powerful telescope and see Earth 10,000 years ago? Whoa! <laughs> dude! <laughs> Wait, but could we? <laughs> That's what I'm well, wondering now. Guys, guys, you realize that light travels the, at the speed of light, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't go instantaneously. <laughs> so, the amount of time it would take for the light coming from Earth 10,000 years ago to get to the mirror and then reflect back to Earth would be the amount of time it would take for our eyes to see that light. So, no, the answer is no. Well, what would we see? Space Junk E disagrees with you because this person says, hypothetically, yes, matter in fact, if we put the mirror two light years away, we would be observing what happened four years ago. So, checkmate, Matt. You are wrong. No. <laughs> I mean, first of all, there's no way you'd be able to observe things that happened before the mirror went into space, because that's crazy. 
Yes, that's true. Well, Taxin Ninja 27 says, (laughs) see yourself smoking four years ago. (laughs) What? (laughs) Hold on. What would you see if- to have a full minute of silence after that. (laughs) Matt's busy having a rage stroke. (laughs) What would you see if you looked at a mirror in space that was two light years away with a telescope? I mean, you you wouldn't be able to see anything. You wouldn't really be able to see it. You'd see your wife cheating on you with the milkman because you weren't mm-hmm. home no, yet. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, maybe I'm wrong, but, okay, if it's two light years away, it takes two years for the light from the Earth to hit the mirror, right? Yes, and two years for it to get back. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like... What would you see? Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, they're blowing your mind. (laughs) I guess you would see the Earth four years ago, but, like, you wouldn't be able to see it in any resolution to be able to make out what's going on. You'd just see, like, a little twinkle. What would you see if you only... Feature of our current technology, like, if we had better... Uh, telescopes, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, enhance. Oh, yeah, sorry, I did it. I can okay, see now. Thanks. What's that? Yep. It's, uh, oh, it's uh, your wife cheating with cheating on you with the milkman. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Rod's really good out here, you, you nut. <laughs> You've entered a place called the Twilight Zone. I don't, he usually yeah, does some kind of pun. It would be hard to set up your mirror without bumping into all those floating eyeballs and doors and mannequins, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, true. oh, there's a lot of space junk out here. <laughs> why, why would you want to see the Earth four years ago? Who gives a shit? Because like, Obama was still president. <laughs> but I mean, like, we have cameras. Yeah, we know exactly. what the Earth looked like four years ago. <laughs> it's not like, like oh you'd be able to see back in time to, like, the, the Dark Ages or something when you when people legit didn't know what was going on. You'd just be able to see four years ago. That's we what, have TVs that do that. That's why the initial proposal was 5,000 light years away, so you could see 10,000 years ago, and we didn't know what the world looked like back then. Yeah, but it would take like 5,000 years for it to get out there. So you heard it here, fo- here first, folks. This is Matt's philosophy on science. Well, why bother doing that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, but, no, but why? Like, we, listen, if you sent a mirror out today, 5,000 light years away, it would take way more than 5,000 years for it to get there, and we have records from now. So in 5,000 years, if they Mm. want to see what the Earth looks like now, Mm. they just have to look at the tapes! All they'd be able to see is people assembling the mirror. Ah, yes, exactly. (laughs) No, they wouldn't even be able to see that! The proposal is, what if you looked now, through a hypothetical super telescope, at a mirror pointed directly perfectly at Earth 5,000 light years away? That has been pointing at Earth for 5,000 years? Uh, I guess it has to have been pointing at Earth for a minimum of 10,000 years for you to see anything but space. Yes. Would you see the Earth 10,000 years ago? I guess you would, but wouldn't, like, A, 
it would be so small you wouldn't be able to see anything. And B, wouldn't the bigger question be well, who the fuck built this giant mirror? <laughs> well, yes, obviously it was the <laughs> progenitor race that made all aliens look like us with forehead makeup. Well, then why did they point it at us specifically and not other aliens? Because humans are makeup? special in this setting. Okay, we got humans plus... are the only ones that don't have forehead makeup Yeah, on. we got plus one to every single stat. Uh-huh. <laughs> or plus two to one stat and a free feat. What rule set is this? That's never been a thing for humans. It's 5th edition. No, 5th edition, humans get 2 points to add to any stat, or one or 2 points to 1 stat. Mm-mm. They don't get plus 1 to every stat, yeah. that would be broken. No, they get plus 1 to everything. They do not! I'm, like, 90% sure. I'm 100% sure you're wrong. <laughs> I have my player's handbook on the other side yeah, of the Yeah, so room. do I. These I'm numbers opening it right up. now. Hold on. Well, isn't the bigger danger that the mirror gets ever so slightly off kilter and reflects a sun somewhere, a large star, and then Earth just explodes because... Uh, uh, yeah, that would be ideal. <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> Your yeah, ability scores each increase by one, right under human traits on page 31. That can't be right. Variant human, two different ability scores increase by one. You gain proficiency in an additional skill, and you gain one feat of your choice. Uh, plus one to everything is broken. <laughs> That's too much. Anyway. Well, the important thing uh, is you Louisa, Yes. Hey, Louisa. Hey. The, the Earth can stand up to the light of a sun 5,000 5, light years away, shining <laughs> at it. Yeah, that's true. true. Those are called stars. closer than that. <laughs> How big is we the got- sun? I'm imagining one of 5,000 times bigger, so shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, that's still fine. That's like- most stars. We have <laughs> a realize- very small one here. <laughs> you realize that our star is less than one light year away, right? I don't remember any science to back that up. <laughs> it's eight light minutes away. <laughs> I guess if you had, like, a curved mirror that focused the light from a bunch of stars, it still probably wouldn't be that much energy. This is something Thanos would build. It's not- it's so goofily hypothetical. Guys, do you think we could convince Donald Trump that this was necessary for national security? I thought you were going to say, do you think we could convince Thanos to build this space mirror? (laughs) And I think that would be easier. (laughs) I like that better. Okay, what do we need to do? First, does Thanos Thanos exist? Uh, We need to start wishing ourselves to the Marvel Universe. (laughs) Okay, yes. Has there there been characters that do that in the comics? Uh, The character of... Please. Oh, wait, I promised Louisa we wouldn't talk about comics. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. That. Is there your a groans. reality gem involved? Uh, no, you're talking about comics now, Louisa, <laughs> unless you're talking about the uh, the video game. Reality gems? No, what? The video game was pretty good. There was a video game where you played as the Avengers fighting against Thanos, and you got different gems yeah. at the end of every level. and you, eh. Marvel superheroes. It was literally just one of those things where the screen keeps scrolling to the right, and then there's just a button for punch, and a button for up, and a button for down, and that's the whole game. Yeah. And those games were good. Real arcade style. Yeah. Remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one? That was pretty good. Yes, that was good. Except for the fucking levels where you had to jump off of those yes. skateboards over those, like, Mausers or whatever they were. Yeah, those Remember Battletoads and the Jet Ski level? Battletoads was impossible. No one has ever beaten Battletoads. Hmm. Anyway, the character of Gwenpool is uh, in the Marvel Universe and from our universe. 
Gwenpool? Is she related to Deadpool in some way? Uh, someone made fan art after there was that Gwen Stacy who was uh, Spider-Woman instead from, like, an alternate universe. And then uh. a bunch of people, someone did a, like, variant cover where she was a Deadpool, and then that became a real character. Uh, with the dumbest concept ever, but the comic's pretty good. Boo. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's a very yeah. embarrassing comic to look at. Jeff, I have a genuine question for you. I, you probably won't know the answer, but how many times do you think you've said, but the comic's pretty good in your life? <laughs> um, anytime I'm describing a comic with an incredibly dumb concept, like, uh, what if their zombies took over the Archie universe? Or, uh, I can't think of any other dumb ones because I'm desensitized to comic books being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can buy that. Oh, when Punisher when Punisher was a Frankenstein. There you go. That's hey, a dumb Jeff, one. I got a really good rule of thumb for you. They're all dumb. <laughs> yeah, but some are way dumber than others. I really like reading comics, and I still recognize that every comic is very stupid. Like, obviously, Punisher being a Frankenstein is dumber than, like, anything Batman has ever done in his 78 years or whatever. What about that time when Batman dressed himself up in trash and called himself the Batman of Zurina? That was awesome. No, it wasn't. No, that that hey, whole storyline ruled. Shut up about that. So, here's a stoner <laughs> philosophy post that will make everyone angry. <laughs> because uh -huh. it's, what if humans knew about dinosaurs thousands of years ago, but always depicted them as dragons because they didn't have a complete skeleton? Hey, you didn't fucking blow my mind, you idiot, because Whoa. of course that's what happened. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, obviously the thing. Uh, someone responds, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the truth. Yeah, you dumb stoners, it is the truth. Yeah, like, read a goddamn book. <laughs> oh my god. Guys, that's it, already the thing. In 2020, it's gonna be 420 for a yes, whole month. Yes, we all saw that <laughs> and hated it. <laughs> no, I love it. It's so good. No. Guys, listen, I think that Probably the number one criticism I've heard from the, of this podcast by me, because I don't think anyone else listens to it, is that we don't we aren't close enough. We fight too much. We need to deepen our bonds. And uh, Stoner Philosophy has a good strategy for that. It says there's little that bonds two people more than doing something illegal together. So, guys, I think if we want to improve this podcast, we should do something illegal on the air. Oh, right I don't now. think we can do anything illegal. Oh, wait. Yeah, we could do something illegal on the air. Kill Donald Trump. There. there you go. Saying that is probably illegal, right? I don't know if it is. It might be. I know if you say it on Twitter, uh, you'll get in trouble with the FBI. Yeah, I was going to tweet something the other day, and I, I came so close, but I decided not to because I was afraid because I'm a coward. Um, but I was thinking... Like, something that has genuinely cheered me up the last couple of days is thinking, you know, every second that passes, we're getting closer to Donald Trump's death. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be incredibly true. good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Although like, then Mike Pence gets to be president, and he's genuinely evil and not just a senile well, puppet. Maybe maybe he won't die while he's in office, and that's fine. But, like, uh, I guess that might be thing, worse. <laughs> yeah. The thing that makes me happy about it is, like, the thing that's frustrating right now is the fact that Donald Trump is able to do anything he wants and no rules seem to apply to him. And no matter how mad people get, like, somehow we can't make it happen. Like, he can't get his comeuppance. But you know what? He's not going to get out of death. 
motherfucker. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, but what you, if he does? <laughs> he finds that gem. Let's not die. <laughs> Man, if Donald Trump turns out to be the first immortal, we're gonna set that motherfucker in concrete and drop him to the bottom of the ocean, and that's gonna be amazing. <laughs> like that bad guy from Invincible? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, crap, comic books again, whoops. Yep. Uh, that happened on True Blood as well. They buried one of the vampires in cement. Uh, that happened on Torchwood as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, it's universal. It's the universal theme of burying someone yes. in concrete. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to deal with someone who can't die. Yeah. <clears throat> that's something I've often felt with, um, not to go back to comic books, but like movies and comic books and stuff, where people have this immortality power, and then they walk around like, whatever, nothing bad can happen to me. Like, no, dude, it still super can. <laughs> yeah. Like, worse, worse things can happen to you than anyone else, if you think about it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. especially if you're not vulnerable to drowning. Yeah. <laughs> then you'll just drown forever as soon as someone decides to drop you in the sea. Yeah. But even if you're like, you know, you never, you don't even have to breathe, like, it would just be boring. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. if people just buried you underground, like, There've been there was an episode of um, Supernatural where they found a guy who had like found the Philosopher's Stone or some dumb shit because that shit is dumb, but I love it. Um, and he was immortal, and he's like, "Ha ha! Like you can't beat me. I'm I'm gonna be alive forever." And they're like, "Okay," and then they just put him in a casket and buried him. <laughs> like, fuck, that sucks. <laughs> you found my one weakness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be buried. <laughs> It's like, everyone else's weakness. That's how we defeat corpses, too. They can't be killed. They, you can't kill what's already dead. It's true. That's how the Joker yells when Whoa, he's uh, dude. bicycling away or whatever the fuck. As he's, as he's wetting his, his petty pants farthing. and Batman not exactly. to hit him anymore. Oh, man. man Has I, there been a hipster Joker? No, I want I'd the next Joker that. to be like a, a turn-of-the-century dandy. Yeah. Please, someone, please do a fan art of the Joker wearing one of those, like, ballooning caps and <laughs> goggles and, like, like spats and stuff with uh, riding a, uh, a velocipede. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm looking up steampunk Joker. Joker. I <laughs> no! can't stop typing it. <laughs> oh, no. God, the pictures are all so bad. I want to be dead. <laughs> They can't be worse than Jared Leto's Joker. I just saw Suicide Squad this past week. Why? Why did you do that? Oh, on a plane. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I've got, I'm gonna be, I'm basically a corpse in a coffin for the next two hours anyway. <laughs> They're all trying to be cool, badass steampunk Joker, but two problems: steampunk and Joker. <laughs> yeah, yep. you have to be silly if you're gonna be steampunk Joker. Yeah, you have oh, to this- be like the fucking. Uh- Fuck! What's his name from uh, with Figment in Disney? Oh, uh, <laughs> Professor. No, the um. Oh shit! I uh, know who you mean because I just found an image of someone dressed up basically like that. Like he's got a goatee and everything. The Dreamfinder. That's his name, right? Yes, that's it. The only or is reason that the name of his boat. Hmm. I don't know anything about Figment except for the cover of a comic book when Marvel did a series about Figment. I love Figment. In which ride is it from? The, the Journey into World Imagination. Oh yeah, Journey. Yes, yeah. the The man with the hat is the Dream apparently Finder. named Dreamfinder. Yes, he's not steampunk at all. I he would argue. has his own airship. 
Yes, that's fine, but he looks more like a bad Doctor Who. Yeah, but he's like a 70s, 80s idea of that sort of thing. It was, was proto-steampunk. Guys, guys, has anyone ever advanced the theory that the Dreamfinder is a Time Lord? Because I would buy into that a thousand percent. <laughs> I guarantee yeah, sure, that's a not? TV Tropes page. I'm googling Dreamfinder Time Lord. <laughs> yes, I am also doing that exact same thing. <laughs> oh, I can't find it. Oh my god, guys, we made up a whole new thing. <laughs> we oh, made up the boy. most internet thing, you guys. Yeah. yeah, a Disney character no one has heard of except for you two. <laughs> he's yep. And he's he's a Doctor Who. Yep. Exactly. So, I, I feel like I haven't gotten enough of my anger about Jared Leto's Joker out yet, mm-hmm. so I just want to talk for a minute. Yeah, go for what, it. What was, the, what was the appeal of that? Like, people don't want to... Who wanted to see that? Yeah, who wants to see the Joker murder Common because Common won't cuck him? <laughs> or will? I'm not sure even if that was... <laughs> I don't even get the point of that. He's Joker's like, like, hey, Common, please have sex with Harley Quinn in front of me. And Common's like, what? No. And then he kills him, right? That's the scene? Yes, <laughs> but it's not clear. I, I, I was very confused because it seems like <laughs> the Joker's killing him because he's, like, looking at Harley Quinn. Like, he's like, oh, your lady's real nice looking, or whatever he says. Uh, probably in a better slang than that, but he, he says, my your lady is awfully fetching. <laughs> this um, is a steampunk uh, common, yes, right? yes. Steampunk suicide squad. Ste- steampunk common comes into the steampunk strip club. Fuck, he comes into the steampunk commons. Oh, I yes. guarantee that's a thing. God damn it, you're right, but I hate it. But it's a badass uh, club. They don't oh call god, it a strip I'm googling steampunk, steampunk strip club and I'm going to <laughs> die. <laughs> We just hear like the the note from um uh from Close Encounters of the Third Kind over the microphone, and then Jeff is dead. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting a phone call. Let me see what this phone call is. Hello, you'll die in seven days. Oh no, it's because I looked at Steampunk Strip Club on Twitter. How could it die in seven days? Yeah, well, I mean, you probably want to after looking at that, though, right? Um. I'm not really finding... Anyway, Common is like, I think that the the girl that you've chosen to attach yourself to is attractive. Which is like, you know, not a super normal thing to say, but not the weirdest thing you could say. And then Joker's like, oh yeah? And then he calls Harley Quinn over, and then he's like, okay, she's yours now, go. And then Common's like, uh, what? No, thank you. I just thought... I wanted to compliment you, that was it. And the Joker's like, no, seriously, do it. And then he's like, I don't want to do that, please. And the Joker shoots him. Like, what? Isn't that what the Joker's all about? Like, freaking out the squares? Yeah, he's all about freaking normies. (laughs) Yes, fine. But, like, well, I don't even... The point with him, though, is that he would have shot him either way, right? Maybe. I don't even know what the... I don't even know why Common was in the strip club with the Joker to start with. What was the point of him being there? If you walk into a strip club and the Joker is there, why don't you just leave? <laughs> oh, just wait a minute, this is too don't weird. Don't talk to him. Guys, I was expecting I... a certain level of weirdness in this strip club, but this is too much. <laughs> I guarantee you, if any human being walked into a strip club and there was a dude there 
that was wearing clown makeup and tattoos, and it was Jared Leto, they would just turn around and leave. Like, oh, it says damaged right on his face. I better get out of here. Even need the tattoos or clown makeup, to be honest. If I wanted to do a strip club and Jared Leto was there, I'd be like, shit, something bad is going to happen. Oh god, is that Oscar winning? Is that Oscar award winning actor Jared Leto? I better get out of here. I think I might be more scared of Jared Leto than I am of the Joker. Uh, so there's a pirate-themed strip club in Portland. Of course. Of course there is. And there's is. Uh, one in Eugene, Oregon that turns into a haunted house. That's- wait, okay, hang <laughs> wait, on. Uh, hang on, time out, time out. Is it still a strip club when it's a haunted house? Yes. Or is it- damn it. Uh, and <laughs> then there's one- these skeletons are. Can you believe it? <laughs> there's a bi-monthly one that turns into the Moss Eisley Cantina no! in L.A., it's well, oh, sorry, you. a regular strip club, but bi-monthly has a Star Wars theme night. Jeff, fuck this segment and fuck <laughs> you for doing it. There's a drive-through strip club outside Pittsburgh. What? I hate this. <laughs> I just found a Time article for America's Ten Strangest Strip Clubs. Okay, hang on. Wait, I'm trying to figure out how logistically a drive-through strip club would work. Is it just somebody hanging their butt out a window? <laughs> uh Five dollars per minute to watch strippers through a window in your car. Couldn't you just go buy a fucking movie at that point? Like, if you're not yes. even going to be in the same room with them? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright. Why would that be good? Oh, this one's actually heartwarming. Uh, the strippers oh, are no, aged... Not. The strippers are all aged 45 to 60. Why is that How heartwarming? Is that heartwarming? <laughs> uh, I think it's sweet that older ladies are getting some strip attention. I feel like there's I a think, bad angle to it. Well, I'm just glad yeah, that probably. Now, now we know for sure where, where Helen Mirren is when she's not <laughs> filming movies. Yeah, in her crypt, f- preserving her flesh <laughs> with a mummy's curse. Yeah, she, <laughs> she can't <dead>? be killed. <laughs> no, she's, she's unkillable. She's been dead for 10,000 years, Matt. <laughs> she's a pre-civilization mummy. <laughs> you see her in that mirror from space. Guys. Okay, yes, that's all true, but guys, luckily she's not dead, so I don't feel bad about no. saying that she's nude way too often in movies. No, not often enough. <laughs> Why? <laughs> she's hot! I think everyone is nude too much in movies. Yes, really. I agree, actually. It yeah. makes me uncomfortable when people kiss in movies. <laughs> well, like, that's crazy. No, please, please get back to the climbing tall buildings and shooting each other with yeah. cool guns. No. Thank you. Jeff that's only incorrect. likes it when you see nude people from the neck down so that they don't have heads. <laughs> I also and don't like sex scenes in them. movies. <laughs> yes, exactly. He likes to imagine what it would look like if all their body parts weren't connected to each other. <laughs> oh, I don't have to imagine it. Not anymore. <laughs> Gross. Uh, I just watched- do you think, Guys, do you think that there's a good chance that there are a number of uh, people who would be serial killers, except instead they de- design like video game assets? Yes. And they just put those body parts together and take them apart all day? Yes. Yes, I hmm. think so too. Or like claymation animators? The St. Venus Theater is a pop-up strip club that changes locations every week. Uh, so it's just a party where people get nude? Uh, yeah, I guess so. It, the description makes me uncomfortable because it says, Many of the young strippers have college degrees and work at startups or galleries during the day. 
that's a weird qualifier. The college dorm leaves pa- feel leaves patrons requesting dates almost as frequently as lap dances. Guys, don't <laughs> feel bad that there are poor people here stripping. We turned the poor people away. They are just starving in the alley across the way. It's cool. We only let privileged strippers in here. Yeah. And we're going to open the possibility that, hey, maybe these strippers want to date you. Maybe you should ask them out. <laughs> yeah, a here's idea. a tip for any strip club patrons. Don't you dare ask a stripper on a date while she's working. That's of her job, not. you sicko. Hey, hey, don't ask anyone on a date while they're working. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That. That's always the thing. That's true. Guys, can I be mad about something re- somewhat related to this for a second? Uh, I, I I feel like you're encroaching on my territory on this show a little bit. <laughs> okay, I just want to I just want to stem your flow of okay, uh, weed okay. madness. I can share. Sorry, your we, flow we of did, reefer madness that you have right now. <laughs> we did something illegal together, Jeff. So I feel like our bond <laughs> is, is closer. Uh. Have you guys heard of the frozen yogurt restaurant Cups? Not until oh, you mentioned it, no. no. It's Hooters for frozen yogurt. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. It can't be. It's a frozen yogurt restaurant. Why? I don't know! I guess if you want to look at a high school student's t-shirted boobs while you Wait, get frozen yogurt. Is the yogurt made from breast milk? <laughs> Louisa asked, asked the out. same thing on Twitter. <laughs> I asked if it came out of a big plastic boob. That's what I asked. <laughs> okay. I. It took me... I thought I was going crazy because this store gaslights you into thinking it's not a booby frozen yogurt place. But, like, <laughs> the logo, it know. says cups, and the catchphrase is that's hot with a tm and the logo is two polka dot like perfect like boob shaped cups with yogurt next to each other like how boobs are and i'm like is it supposed to be this way and how i have to it, google it how could you wait if this if the cups are boob shaped just google cups frozen yogurt go okay. to cupsfrozenyogurt.com because i'm trying to figure out they're how they're like bra shaped how could you have a cup that would like be usable that was still boob shaped? Because wouldn't it not have a flat bottom? Unless no, the cups have a flat bottom, the cups and that are seems like just the cups in the logo. Yeah, just the cups in the logo are bra shaped. I guess my point is, if you got a flat part on your boob, you should probably see a doctor. It looks like they've backed off of the sexiness of cups frozen yogurt. There's no pictures of frozen yogurt cashiers on the website anymore. When you said these cups were next to each other like boobs, I thought they'd be at least touching each other. They used to be. <laughs> They've changed the logo since I, uh, like, there's some stores still have the touching each other logo. They should change the, they should change the, the slogan to ICUP. And then oh. they should have cameras in all the bathrooms. <laughs> no, this is a bad idea. <laughs> Hold on. I don't like this this bathroom voyeurism themed yogurt restaurant <laughs> no, you're either. opening. Uh, it's exactly as disgusting as a as a uh, female objectification themed restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I like that Jeff says they're trying to get away from this apparently, because I also Googled Cups Frozen Yogurt, and the choices for images at the top are <laughs> logo, that's the first choice, but the second choice is girls. And it's yep. a picture of all the girls who work there. Oh, God, I'm gonna barf. <laughs> How is it not illegal for places to only hire women that look a certain way? 
I oh, it, it is. Le- I think it's not. It's not that it's illegal. It's just that they can. Like you can always find a reason not to hire someone, and someone yeah. has to prove that they're super qualified and they didn't get hired to even bring a lawsuit. You know, man, that's sleazy, huh? Yeah, of course. Speaking of sleazy, look at this motherfucker who started this thing. God damn, I wish I could punch this dude in the face. <laughs> started what Ew. thing? Oh, are you putting it Cups. in the? Oh, no, you're not. No, I'm not. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just looking at a picture of the people doing the ribbon cutting on the first cups, and, you like, if if I clicked on this picture and it had been, like, Stephen Munchen or whatever there, I would not be surprised. I don't actually know who that guy is, except that he's bad. <laughs> he's the worst. My God. So you didn't watch his Senate conference, or his, um... Sec- uh, Secretary of the Treasury confirmation hearing, I'm I guessing? absolutely refuse to watch these things. I yeah. will read the highlights later, because I don't want to know these people's faces. So I watched it, and, like, obviously he's, like, the shittiest person possibly on the planet. Like, so awful. And the fact that people kept asking him, like, hey, but don't you have these Cayman Islands accounts so that you don't have to pay taxes? And he's like, no, I have the Cayman Islands account so that my customers don't have to pay taxes. Like, well, that's not better. Go fuck yourself. What are you doing? Anyway, um, but he had this weird thing where he would, like, purse his lips like he was about to kiss an invisible person every few minutes. And that's really distracting. He probably <laughs> learned that from his boss, the president, who also <laughs> does that same horrible thing. Yes, but to visible and scared women. <laughs> oh, God. Everything's bad. Hey, yeah, yep. this was supposed to be our uh, <laughs> special snowflake hug box safe place, and we've ruined it. I don't like the phrase hug box. <laughs> I don't like any of it. <laughs> That's a good name for a strip club, though, right? <laughs> the hug oh, box. God. <laughs> it's a really terrible slang term for the women's genitalia. Yeah, box. yeah, that's what box is short for. Hug box. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I really think that this new member of the Suicide Squad in Suicide Squad 2, <laughs> hug box, is not a good character. <laughs> Oh, I'm really glad that a, a boxy robot with like so many arms. <laughs> oh my god! Now I like it again. <laughs> I'm just glad that they replaced uh, the deceased member's Slipknot with a brand new pu- brand new guy puddle of mud. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a muck. <laughs> He's yep. uh, it's a uh, clayface. Clayface, yeah. Clayface is alternate identity. Extreme, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Man, boy. Clayface was amazing in the cartoon, though. They like, all are. Him being, like, an old-timey actor. I love how fact how the uh, the animated series takes place in, like, the future 50s. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I just rewatched the uh, Mr. Freeze episode, uh, and it's great. It's still great. <laughs> yeah, of course. Man, I wish... God, fucking... Uh, What's-his-face... Joel Schumacher really fucked it for everyone. <laughs> like, the, you, we're never gonna get Patrick Stewart as Mr. Freeze now. It's never ever gonna happen. Of course Thanks. not. Mr. Thanks. Mr. Freeze is stupid. It has to be a cartoon for it to be good. I yeah. don't think that's true. I genuinely think that Patrick Stewart could do it, and you'd be, like, crying. 
Who's our famous bald actor are, now? Are you kidding me with the idea of Patrick Stewart walking around in a robot suit crying over his dead wife? You would cry. You would cry until you died from dehydration, Jess. This is how I'll always remember yes, you. Yes, exactly! Exactly. I would like to nominate Terry Crews. Oh, fuck. As Mr. Oh, Freeze? my God, that would be great in the Schwarzenegger oh, uh, yeah. mode. Is there, is there a way that we could have uh, Terry Crews play both Mr. Freeze and Bane at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> They're both in robot suits, kind of. That's true. Who Who's our famous bald actors now? Uh, Jason Statham as Mr. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Chiklis as Mr. Freeze. <laughs> oh, wait, no, Mr. here's an actually good idea. Mark Strong. I don't wait. I'm looking that up. Who's Mark Strong? Yeah, uh, he was, was Sinestro, I think, in the Sinestro in the Green Lantern movie. Uh, Bruce right. Willis as as uh, Bruce Willis as Mr. Freeze. No, that would be terrible. Old. And he'd play it too, like smirky. Also, he's a terrible actor. He's just really bad at it. Yeah. Ooh, what about uh, Ed Harris, fresh off his his newfound Westworld fame? Hmm. Uh. I don't know. Like, if you're gonna go that old, you gotta go Patrick Stewart. No, he's Why gonna be dead you? this year. No, he's like 89 years old. No, he's in such great shape. You're crazy. Yeah, that shape is vaguely humanoid. He's so old. What are you talking about? What about The I Rock think... as Mr. Freeze? Okay, Patrick Stewart is 76 years old. How old is 76? Trombones. <laughs> Okay, good uh, one. Lead the big parade. <laughs> Bruce Willis is 61. He's pretty old, too. Hey, that's significantly younger, though. I guess. I don't know. I think I think Patrick Stewart would be worth it uh, to get instead, even if he was a little tough. Did you say The Rock? Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Although, hmm, do we have any big, beefy Latino dudes who could play Bane? Because, like... Bane is not supposed to be a white guy. I'd settle for any kind of non-white guy, but it would be fun to get the actual, like, ethnicity of Bane correct in a movie. There's probably, like, a wrestler, isn't there? Somebody I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe, like, Batista or something. Is he Latino? He's something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, guys, Mr. Freeze, as played by Wallace Shawn. Oh, that would be fun. Except no, then he it. can't play the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I like this idea of just casting the Batman villains as good actors. Like, mm, man, yeah. it would be really cool if somebody who made movies did that. Well, that's what they did with the Christopher Nolan ones. That's um, why the performances of those movies are pretty much all good. What, what was that wiener who played Scarecrow? Killian Murphy. He's great. He wasn't that good. He, he definitely wasn't, wasn't good. good in. He I was think not he does good a, in that movie. No. I think he does a good job in all three of those movies. Are you kidding no. me? The way he acts when he's on the fear serum is like if you pushed a like a middle schooler on stage in the middle of a school play and was like, "Act crazy, just do it." Yeah, because he's on the fear serum. He's all scared. Yeah, and he was in the he's girl with the pearl earring. He's like he terrible in that. And you didn't believe for a second that Scarlett Johansson was going to end up with him. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I liked him in those movies. I and even if you him. don't, all the other actors are good besides the one girl. Uh, you mean the two girls that played the one girl? Yes. 
<laughs> I referred to her as the one girl because I guarantee that Christopher and Jonathan Nolan referred to that character as the one girl. Yeah. The one Batman likes um, to kiss on. <laughs> what about uh, uh, Anne Hathaway as, as uh, Catwoman? She was awful. Nah, she did she fine. fine. No, she did not do fine. I don't think that Anne Hathaway has ever handed in performance. A performance below. Yeah, that was fine. I don't know. She delivered all her lines like she was expecting them to become internet memes. <laughs> well, I think that's how everyone did everything in that movie, and what's, it ended up being pretty forgettable. What's crazy is she's like, did you really think you could take so much for so long and leave so little for the rest of us? Like, that's exactly literally word for word what every political activist is fighting about right now, and yet it still isn't a meme, because it's a bad line and delivered badly. Yeah, I think her character was meant to always be delivering lines the way um, women did in a lot of classic movies when they're, like, brassy dames. So uh -huh. it's artificial, but it's meant to be artificial. Yeah, you can't get away with that anymore, Batman. I see through <laughs> you. You do that. You've played that card one too many times, my friend. But even her character was always like putting on a false persona. Like that was the thing, right? She was hiding her weakness. So yeah, but it's weird how all bad actors play all their roles that way. <laughs> no, she, no, um, I was being weird on purpose. <laughs> she um, what was I gonna say? Nope. It's gone. She's married to Elliot Kalen from the Flophouse? Yes, I <laughs> Yeah, <know>. that's true. <laughs> uh, no, it's like that... Well, one, the Nolans don't know how to write women, first of all. Uh, but, like, I don't know. She's just kind of shoved in that movie. It's yeah, overpacked. I mean, it's clear that someone at Warner Brothers there. was like, can you put Catwoman in this one, please? Because, like, um, what's her face? Marion Cotillard is good. And yeah, I didn't is, like her in that. I thought she was fine in it. I didn't. I thought that she was, was better the, than Anne Hathaway. That was the right casting <laughs> choice for Talia Al Ghul, but uh, <laughs> I that was the right <laughs> casting choice for a Christopher Nolan movie because it's always the right casting choice because she's in every fucking Christopher <laughs> Nolan movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little like if you're gonna make all the people who aren't white in Batman be white, at least you got all the best white actors to play them. It's I don't still know, highly man. problematic to have Bane and Ra Rachel Ghoul be white. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I mean, here's the other thing. I really like Tom Hardy, and I- no, is that his name? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I think he did a great job as Bane, because it was very silly and he understood that. Yes, I think he probably did the best performance in that movie, and yet- he was unwatchable, and like, just, you could not, you could not empathize with this character. What the fuck were they thinking? Put him in a fucking Mexican wrestler mask. That's dumb, but at least I can understand what he is saying. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh god, that would be such a goofier movie if he's in a Mexican wrestler mask. You could see his dumb Tom Hardy lips sticking out of it, saying all the words. Yes. <laughs> Just like two fat, greasy worms sticking out of that hole. It would look way worse than uh, Christian Bale in the Batman suit does, where he's just like, his chin's jutting out and like held up, so all his lines come out like, <laughs> See, but you I can't close or open my mouth. I mean, legitimately, you could make that work by having it be that Bane is making fun of Batman. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, you're gonna wear a dumb mask? Fine, I'll wear a dumb mask too. And then he just, like, is walking around wearing a dumb wrestling mask. It's like, I'm, oh, now I'm the Batman! <laughs> oh, I would get under Batman's skin so yeah. bad! <laughs> that would be a great move! <laughs> 
<laughs> Stop making fun of me, I'm Batman. <laughs> oh yes, I also am Batman. <laughs> I'm Gotham Savior. Boo, boogie, boo, look at me. <laughs> I've never seen what a bat looks like, apparently, because I don't look anything like a fucking bat. <laughs> Oh, how great would it be oh, if this Bane started programs that actually helped the city, which Batman yes. never did? <laughs> oh my god, Bane is the ultimate troll. It'd be amazing. Like, Welcome, oh. Gotham, to universal healthcare. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Instead of donating, instead of building a Batcave for myself, I donated my money to the city's police force. Oh, now they've got equipment they think you use to actually fight crime. I've destroyed your football stadium, Gotham, and built housing for the homeless population in its place. <laughs> Fuck, I love this baby! Goddamn! That's basically what they were going for, except it turns out he was faking his, like, take-back-Gotham thing so that yeah. the Al Ghouls could blow Gotham up instead with a bomb. Guys, okay, you know how um, Marvel did the... Uh, fucking, what was it, 1602 or whatever, where they had their characters in the past. Yeah. Could we make an argument for them to do a thing where it's stories from the past told with characters in the present, like a story where Bane is Robin Hood? Mm, I feel like they crib that stuff all the time and put it in comic books. Yeah, they just they, do that. They don't they just need, need a to label make it, for it. They just need to make it one stage more explicit, is what I'm saying. By which I mean having butts hang out of windows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Batman uh, only has tops. His dick and balls are out the whole time. <laughs> you know, just like Robin Hood. <laughs> you said more explicit and butts yeah. out of windows. Yep, exactly. He just wears a really short Doublet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. I'd love if, like, people were like, you know, nothing ever mentions Robin Hood wearing pants. We always just assume. <laughs> it's not canonical. He takes a, no, he takes a hit of Scarecrow's fear gas, and so he's all, ha he's having, like, a nightmare where his teeth all fall out, and then one where he goes to fight crime with no pants on. <laughs> Or he has the fear gas and he can't remember if he's wearing pants and he's always afraid. So he's like, I just have to, I just have to trust that I'm wearing pants. And he goes out without pants on. Alfred, I'm late for my final in high school. <laughs> no, Bru Master Bruce, you just sucked in the fear gas. It's not real. You're on time for your final. Get in the car. Ah, uh, Teen Batman sucked in fear gas. Yep. Get in the bat house. He wasn't even the, the scarecrow wasn't even born yet. He was just doing it to get high. <laughs> uh, Scarecrow's that, not that much younger that, than Batman. Folks, it's some real stoner philosophy. Thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> yeah, you. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so, if you liked how professional and well put together this uh, podcast was, then please tell your friends and review us uh, on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Uh, and yeah, let people know about us because still no one is really listening to this show and it feels weird that we keep doing it for no one. <laughs> um, but we do have fun doing it and that's why we keep doing it. So I hope you'll come back. Um, but if you want to get in touch with us, you can uh, email us seeingreddit at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at seeingreddit. You can follow me, Matt. I'm Kamikaze Pilot on Twitter. Do you think pets are affected by astrology? I know there's a bunch of books about it. Whoa, dude. <laughs> Do you think uh, the pets are affected by the Joker's fear serum? 
Uh, the Joker doesn't have fear or, serum. <laughs> Sorry, the Joker's laughing serum? <laughs> Let me well actually you about the Joker's technolo- technology. I'm on Twitter at J3FK. Go to patreon.com slash JeffJK and give me money, please. Thank you. I'm Louisa, and I'm on Twitter at Heronbird. And uh, listen, you sons of bitches, I don't want to hear any complaints. Matt, I'm talking to you specifically about talking too much about Pokemon, because after you said we wouldn't talk so much about comic (laughs) books, we wrote a whole Batman movie. (laughs) You brought it back up. You did it, Louisa. Yeah, I'm being a You have done that yourself. (laughs) Here's the thing. Comic books covers a huge body of fiction. Pokemon is one fucking thing. How do you keep talking about it? It's never any different. It's rock, paper, scissors, or the cartoon monster. It's the most popular, profitable. It's the most profitable media franchise in the world. Okay, it's still boring as shit. So we're coming to plot. Tell me the plot of one Pokemon game that isn't bad. You want to be the best that ever was, okay? But listen, I'm not saying they're not fun to play. But I'm saying that the plot is the only thing that we could talk about on our audio fucking no, podcast. The mechanics. Yeah. Why we talk you... about the mechanics all the and time. The cute monsters. No, no, you have a podcast for that. <laughs> this if... is the podcast where we write comic books badly. <laughs> if if drinking alcohol is borrowing happiness from the next day, smoking weed is just like borrowing happiness from the air around because it's so much more natural. What? Man. Your air is really fucking happy, I guess. <laughs> That's the most controversial post on stoner philosophy. Yeah, because what last... about when you get fucking lung cancer and then die? Was that the air? <laughs> we, we made you too happy. Here's some lung cancer instead. <laughs> That's the air's revenge. <laughs> oh, yeah, we started calling lung cancer air's revenge. <laughs> That's so cool now. That is That's when really you awesome... breathe bad air and get diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of calling it air. Oh, Air's Revenge is so much better than lung cancer. That sounds like an arcade game from 1987. Yes, it does. Good. <laughs> Teen starts again because it's super cool. <laughs> well, uh, we've got some more stoner philosophy to discuss, but we'll let you go. Uh, please come on back next week. In the meantime, uh, I know that it seems like it's pretty hard when you're doing all these drugs to keep your eyes on stuff. But you do really need to remember to keep your pockets on track. Punch a Nazi today. ASMR. Some people call me the space cowboy. Yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. Because I speak of the pompatists of love. Yep. The thing is, 
I know as a human being that I'm full of shame all the time, but especially if I've screwed something up and, like, people see me do it. Yeah. And I just pray that they don't acknowledge that they've seen <laughs> me do it. Yeah. But when I see somebody else screw up and then just try to play it off, it makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, like, I got you, buddy. <laughs> I saw that. It's not even, like, a hate or, like, a like coming down on the person thing. It's just, like, <laughs> like, just, like, Walking away from it like it didn't happen is just, it's so funny. <laughs> People are the best. I'm always worried sometimes. that if I trip and stumble and just, like, continue walking because I don't care that I've tripped and stumbled, that people will think I'm trying to play it off when I'm not. <laughs> you have to yell out, I, I know I tripped, it's fine. <laughs> I know I fell, it's not a secret. <laughs> 